Moss. And I'm AJ Fenney. And this is Hippie Not Hippie. Joining us today, a almost a regular now, the third time. Third time on the pod. Yeah, third time on the pod. Um, still, we don't know if I'm a hippie or not. That's right. Yeah, Brett Hiker, everybody. <laughs> Part of me is like, maybe we get all the way through this one and we'll go, we'll do it next time. <laughs> <I'll just say laughs> it's the, we're discussing things he wanted to talk about beforehand, and I was like, we're not going to get to the hippie shit yeah. again, are we? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. We had a lot of tour talk to get over the the other. That's I mean, true. The, we did. the the Southern tour was a two part episode. Yeah, it was well worth it too. So, yeah. Brett, uh, just getting back from the South Dakota, the Black Hills Comedy Festival, also. Yes, uh, with you two. Yeah, with you two chuckles. How was your festival? I thought it was great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had uh, I had good shows. Uh, it was all it was all cool, kids. Dude, it was no so squares. Much fun. No squares. Yeah. Yeah, so much fun. What's one of your most memorable points? Oh, of the fest? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be performing or anything like that, just something that... Uh... Oh, man, I would say... I mean, the after parties at Nancy Norton. Nancy Norton was in uh... rare form this festival. <coughs> she was so much fun. Yeah, she was She was on one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, so I didn't think we'd get into this so quickly, but that last night of the after party, Brett... Like you tried to tell a story. Oh, I did. <laughs> right, and I tried to tell a story for over an hour. Yeah, and and I remember you going, "I can tell the shortened version, or there's a longer version of this." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, just get into it. We're not going anywhere." And you would start, and surprisingly, I realized how many times Nancy would derail it. <laughs> that was the funniest. Really? Part. Yeah, there were several times where you would say something, and then she would come up with a riff, and then she was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and then you would get ready to turn, and then <laughs> and she Kate would go, "No, what were you saying?" And then they would start talking, and it just was chaos. Yeah, see, I remember Strobel and uh, and Salma being the the true interrupters. Yeah, but I remember at one point too, like someone else showed up. Uh, to the to, to, to the hotel suite, and I literally it was like I was mid story, and I walked over and opened the door, and I was like, "Hi, I, I can't, that's all I can say. I'm mid story. <laughs> Been trying this out for forty minutes now." Yeah. Oh yeah, and I think it was my friend John Hammond who didn't even know you. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, if you didn't know this, I am friends with the creator of Jurassic Park, John Hammond. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Ten thousand volts, uh, but yeah, no. Nancy was in rear form. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not. I'm gonna keep an eye on my bottom when yeah. I'm around Nancy. By the way, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we can't. We recently, Zach and I have tried now not saying ass or butt. But when we get ready to say it, we're trying to say bottom. You made a deal bottom. for the next for the next month. It's bottoms only. Really, <laughs> bottoms up. Can we get like an uh, like an ass and butt swear jar that you? That's just, what we're talking, talking about. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great so, minds. So yeah. Yeah. My favorite part of your entire story, though, is I was getting frustrated because I definitely wanted to hear it, and it was enjoyable enough that 
And there was a part where Zach laughed and he goes, this is the longest I've ever heard this story. And I was like, are you having a good time? And he goes, it's interesting. And I said, this is exactly what's going to happen at Dead & Co. <laughs> it's the longest I've ever the taken to tell the story. story. Well, you can talk about the part that someone who owned your building got murdered, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can, I can talk about that part. We just can't talk about the aftermath. Yeah, yeah. 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 No one wants to hear about math anyway. Yeah, so that sucks. <laughs> the thing with uh, so with Hikers Building is that it was owned by a guy w- who eventually had a documentary made about his murder. Multiple, <laughs> multiple, r- really poor documentaries. Uh, yeah, just famous Slumlord Slain. Uh, yeah, uh, just a notorious New York Slumlord who uh, uh, you know was known for kind of. Uh, dealing with nefarious people and fucking over <coughs> people left and right, and it caught up to him in a rough way. Wow. Yeah, there was a video where he was leaving his office. Yeah. And then some people, in, or did they have ski masks on? Uh, you know what? You can't even, I've seen the video, and you can't even tell it's like that bad a quality. You can definitely tell it's three humans, and they grab him and throw him in a van, and it takes like three full minutes to get him in the van. Like he wow. like, yeah. Did he fought it? He's fighting it, yeah. And at one point, they like drag him over to the van, and he breaks free and runs down the block, and they chase him. <laughs> they chase him out of the frame and drag him back. It's like yeah. a Benny Hill thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And what's crazy is, is that then the next morning, <laughs> the next morning they they find his body in a dumpster on fire up in Long Island, uh, wow. Little Neck or Great Neck. I don't know. What are the necks? So yeah, they find him burning in a dumpster, and. Uh, What's crazy is, is that this guy had fucked over a ton of people, right? Including the mob. <laughs> Including the mob. <laughs> yeah. And none of them did it. It ended up being some contractor that he just fucked over on like 10 or 20 grand. <laughs> yeah. You Whoop. know, Trump style. Yeah. Total and, Trump style. Yeah. Just like, I'm not going to pay this contractor. Yeah. And then the contractor showed up to shake him down. And in the struggle... That they fought him for all that time. They sat on him and tried to get him to like hold still, and he died of asphyxiation. Yeah. Wow. Which, if he would have just. So, I mean, that's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, if some people come and try to throw you in a van, it might be best just to go limp and let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, do you fight or do you. Do you get squished? Yeah. I'm going to sit on you. Nope. I know how this ends. Yeah. Because they were just trying to shake him down. They had no intention I, of killing him. I think they just wanted to like hold him down and put a pen in his hand and be like, cut a check, motherfucker. Yeah. But you can't put a bottom to a chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I always point that out, too, when, when I talk to people who are Trumpers. Like, you know he fucks over contractors all the time, and it's a fact. There's yeah. no like disputing it. And they, they never say anything. They just kind of shrug. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Yeah, he doesn't he's pay bi- people. He's a businessman. <laughs> what? Man, yeah. I heard his I heard his tape. <laughs> Have you listened to his tape? I've heard, I've just read the the transcript of it. Oh, it's so much better to hear it in really? his own words. Oh yeah, cuz he's like he's like just desperate for validation. Well, yeah, but he's like trying to act cool at a party. It's like when you go over to somebody's it'd be like if you went over to AJ's house and he was showing you like some of his prized String cheese posters, you know the ones that, the that ones, will happen the if ones, you show up at my house. The ones that that he he doesn't hang on the wall just in case he ever gets robbed or something. You know? <laughs> uh. I once went uh, I went over to my neighbor's house. The neighbor I do a joke about this on stage. The ones who sold 
uh, drugs and lizards. But I went over to their place <laughs> like late at night, and they were just on so many drugs. And one of them went to bed, and the other one just showed us all the drugs they have there. Like, I mean, like massive amounts of like cocaine and like and of Molly. And then I could see him like ten minutes later realize he made a huge like that was he really wish he hadn't have done that. Yeah, I regret <laughs> all of that. Yeah, because he didn't know us that well at the time, and uh, just kind of like, oh, I shouldn't have shown these yeah. these mostly strangers. <laughs> I got way these too friendly. Thousands and thousands of drugs we have in our apartment. Uh, but yeah, his <laughs> maybe that was Trump's kind of like same demeanor. Yeah, and he's like, well, yeah, and I ran. And can you believe it? They gave this to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me this, you know. And I mean, this is this is real secret stuff here, you know. And then he, oh, even, is that? Yeah, this well, is real secret. Well, what's funny is in the tape, he's literally disqualifying every argument he's made for why he can should have been able to have the stuff yeah you know he he literally and it, he's like well i declassified all that when i was president and in the tape he goes yeah this is classified he goes uh when i was president i could have declassified it but i'm not president so i can't declassify it anymore <laughs> it's like literally like he admits to not being president anymore <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest yeah. part. Also, I think he made the argument, too, that's kind of like, hey, those documents were safe with me. And then like, this is proof that they weren't. They weren't safe with you at all. Oh, yeah. You're just showing them to, to a journalist who has no security clearance. I don't know. I saw – what's funny is, is when I saw the boxes of all these files in his bathroom, it was like the most – is the closest I've ever felt to Donald Trump, where I was like, oh, that's like my filing system. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he's just as badly organized as I am. Things you can thumb through while taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he's by the bathroom, so that's when I had the most time to organize these. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, I needed my things out of those boxes. And it's like, oh, fuck. All right. But, uh... So yeah, Bert, you've been doing. Uh, you you turned forty recently since we had you on as well. Yeah, oh. yeah, I'm a month older than Zach. Uh, yeah, I turned forty. And uh, how do you feel about being in your forties? I don't know. Okay, uh, I've only had to say it out loud a few times. Uh, this time it didn't feel weird at all. But the first few times I said it out loud, I was like, "Wow, yeah, forty. How old are you, AJ? I'm forty. I just turned forty-five. Yeah, does it get it's... easier to say?" Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, he's a caliber. I'm creeping up yeah. to the to fifty. I think it's gonna feel weird. I have a joke where I say my age on stage. I mean, the basics of the joke is like, would you sleep with someone who's twice your age? And I'd be like, I'm this old, twice my age is this old. And the punchline's like, but when I'm that old, I don't see myself saying no to like four times my age. Yeah, and it's such. It's we didn't so, tell the whole joke, but not actually <laughs> tell the whole exactly, joke. Exactly. <laughs> Since my birthday, like I've been getting less laughs, and I think it's oh, it's so much more punchy if it's not a rounded number. Yeah. When it's uh, a rounded yeah. number, when I when I go forty, <laughs> I don't see myself sleeping with an eighty year old, but I don't see myself saying no to a hundred and sixty year old. Like, yeah. Once I could do like one fifty two or one fifty six and stuff, yeah. that punched so much harder. So can't yeah, wait till forty one. It yeah, also gonna... seems more real. Like yeah. for some reason, even though you are a rounded number, yeah. it seems like, oh, that's easy. He could have just made that up. Yeah, if I say forty, it sounds like I'm forty-four and just trying to right. <laughs> <laughs> save a few years. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we see your hairline. Yeah, You're not forty. Yeah, I mean, I once did a joke about like uh, sleep. You know, I'm in my thirties now. See, so if we go in my thirties, and Ratchet Janae Barris called me out on stage. She was hosting. And she's like. That motherfucker thinks he's 30. And I was just like, that's not what I said. <laughs> Instead of in my 30s. 
I was like 35 at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think 40s I think 40 is uh I think that it's a great decade. Yeah, I keep I keep pulling stuff while like taking off coats and stuff. Like I keep injuring myself doing really <laughs> <laughs> mundane things which is just killing me like it's I was like this is this is part of being 40 right yeah yeah wait no. till, you, wait till you wake up with a weird cramp in your leg for no reason yeah. i think i might have broken something in my hand picking up a bunch of bags of food at the picnic <laughs> <laughs> that might be the daddiest thing i've ever heard you or, say or like sprained something in my hand like my hand is fucked up like i, I didn't go to yoga today because i was like i tried to put my hand like in the downward dog thing and i'm like yeah. i can't put that kind of pressure on that. really yeah so and then yeah. megan's a, you know she's like oh god He's gonna be using this to get out of housework, isn't he? <laughs> she's like, she's like, do you need to go to the doctor? You should go to the doctor right away. And I'm like, I think it's a sprain. All right, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna. It happened two days ago. I'm gonna give it a few days. And she was like, Oh, you sure you don't want to go get an X-ray right now so we can find out what the fuck's going on with that thing so you can stop complaining? Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's just got grocery paw. Yeah. I'm at the point where I'm like, I play in two different hockey leagues. Both are pretty intense, and I'm in pretty good shape. You know, I, I work out every day. And I can get through both, and I have a physical labor job when we're not on strike, uh, and I can get through all of that without hurting myself, but I do not trust myself to take off a coat in a car anymore. Like, that's just like, <laughs> you're going to separate a shoulder, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm having a hard time, like, I don't know if it's the bidet that I'm not having to, like, because I still have to do one wipe afterwards. <laughs> you're missing those twists? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I feel like I'm having trouble. You're getting locked up in the hips because you're not. I'm having trouble reaching my ass. You never realize how much I stretch my obliques by wiping my ass. Wait a minute. You mean, what was it you were trying to reach? Bottom. Oh, my bottom. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. Soundbite so, of, of a nickel going into a jar. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of bottoms, uh, my. <laughs> so I was. Uh, you know how we've had this huge like migration of moths, yeah, for passing sure. through lately. <laughs> so you said speaking of bottoms, like this is going to be about moss. It's going to yeah. be about moss. <laughs> so a few days, I was pretty adamant about trying to help the moths that got into my house escape without killing them. Yeah, and uh, you know I let them go or whatever. And then one morning. I get up to go take a poop, and I start pooping, and then I realize that there is a moth in the toilet. Oh no! That flies directly into my poopy bottom hole. <laughs> Must have been a small moth. Flies, flies. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't like make it inside. It doesn't like fly. It wasn't like it's not getting it wasn't trapped like, in the yeah. mud. Yeah, it wasn't like I farted. Had yeah. to fart to blow it out or whatever. It's like trying to unlock a door with a rolled up newspaper. No, it, yeah, it was like it was like. So, but yeah, it flew right into my poopy starfish, and and you know I was like ah you know and and and. <laughs> You know, as one does. <laughs> when a, when yeah, a moth, sound you make when a moth goes inside you. Yeah. I love that. You know when a mouth when a moth gives it to you. <laughs> so did your hands go up like this? <laughs> so you get kind of mothy wings. So yeah, uh, a real uh, bottom fly. A little bottom you know? fly. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> um, um, um. a real mothy moss. But uh, 
so yes, I went, ah, you know, and jumped <laughs> off the toilet. And then the moth flew into my cheek. Ah. So it touched your asshole and then your cheek? It <laughs> left a little bit of poop on oh my, my cheek. Oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> like a cartoon. Oh, my God. Well. Yeah. We'll be hearing that on Stage of Comedy Works in the next month. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I killed that one. Yeah. Yeah, you, oh, you got war. it. That's now, war at that point. Oh, yeah, no, it's full on war now. When someone goes ass to cheek, you kill them. I don't know if you can hold it against the other moths. That was what, it, what to cheek? <gasps> Bottom to cheek. Bottom to cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it is really more difficult than I thought. <laughs> Bottom to cheek. Yeah, trying to make me look like a bottom hole over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, I'm sorry. Sorry for being such a hard bottom. <laughs> yeah. But no, I yeah. was just thinking, like, what made me laugh about it is, like, what is the exact, like, the total opposite of the sun or a light bulb? I think it has to be my poopy asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going wait, for? Wait, what hole? What hole? <laughs> ah, my poopy bottom hole. <laughs> <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> Update the swear jar. It's now up to $1,500. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's a, I don't know that happened. Oh, Hager, uh, you guys almost died on your way to South Dakota. We almost died on our way to South Dakota. I'm still processing it. Uh, as of now, it is something that doesn't seem to bother me at all. And then I know when that happens, a near death experience. It means I will have a dream about it about a month later, and then it'll burn itself into my psyche, <laughs> and then I'll start having crazy anxiety in the car. Yeah, and who was driving? Was it Eric Henderson? Okay, uh, known. Car crasher, <laughs> known known rider of the storm. Yeah. Uh, and, and I actually have nothing bad to say about his driving. He's actually he's a very good driver, and it and his driving was extremely good in the situation. But yeah, we were in like a hailstorm where it was real bad. It was a tornado warning, and so like we we're all our phones are blowing up at tornado warnings. And he's like, okay, I'm on a tornado watch, even though I don't know what I'm going to do if we see a tornado. Yeah. Well, uh, you got to point it out first. Go, yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do yeah. I win? Got it. Yeah. And so we're yeah, all. And then you get in the ditch and you hang on to your bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking out the right side. I'm in the back seat, and Kobo's looking out the left side, and Steve Steve Vanderplug is riding shotgun. And I just. Oh, ha- so you all took a you all took a part of the horizon to watch. Yeah, yeah. But then I just happened to like drop my guard and turn back towards the windshield just as I saw. We're on the interstate, I-90. I just saw, like, a van spin out and go into the median. And I was just very casual. I was like, ooh, heads up about that, because I totally thought he was going to stop in the median. And then he just pop Like, the median's like a ditch, and he just pops out of the ditch and then comes all the way, like, like into our, like, other lane of the highway. And so Hendo pulls over to, like, the shoulder or, like, swerves into the shoulder, you know, and then this guy comes all the way across into the shoulder, and Whoa. Venmo has to sw- – or and, and Hendo has to swerve around the other way. And at this point, the van's, like – we would have hit the back of the van at this point because it's, like, spinning. And it was up on, like, two wheels, too. It was, like, almost tipping over. Oof. Yeah. And just, like, mud and chunks of <laughs> chunks of car, you know, just peppering the front of our car. Wow. And we missed it by, by about three feet, I'd say. Yeah, and then you guys stopped to help, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we kept going. <laughs> oh, to, uh, to get help? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're saying we kept going, and then we got off at the next exit, and then we drove back on a frontage road being like, we got to see if that van's okay. And so we drove back on a frontage road that ran parallel to the highway and drove down it for about two or three miles to the point that we were like, this is definitely further 
than yeah. what would have happened. We didn't see the van at all. So that van may have like landed on its tires and then just driven away. Wow. Yeah. My brother was telling me a story last night that uh, he's, he's like, we were once driving from Montana to Colorado, and uh, this guy passed us like you know, in a blizzard. This guy passed us, spun out, went into the ditch. We're like, oh, God, and kept going. And then 20 minutes later, he passes us again. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me in New Mexico once with this drunk guy. Yeah? Where he would, he would pass us at 100 miles an hour, then he would cut over the ditch into the fucking... Uh, the frontage road, and we would see him coming back the other way. Then he would rip over. He'd pass us again. Also, like none of these transitions were very smooth. Like he spun out multiple times <laughs> yeah. while doing all this. And like when I got into like New Mexico has signs all over there. Like if you see a drunk driver, call the cops. You know. And at and first, you're not a narc. Like, yeah, I'm not a narc. But like I was like, holy shit. I think I see why they have all these fucking signs. Like, <laughs> this is like next yeah, level drunk yeah. driving. Like, this isn't like, oh man, look at that guy well, swerving a little bit. This is like, this guy's on a death wish yeah, you, and driving yeah. hundreds of miles an hour. Like, you cannot be a narc and still have a limit being like, listen, if you're going to drunk drive that poorly, I got to tell someone. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I've heard we, of a Michigan left, but a New Mexico right is pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> well, New Mexico, they have a huge drunk driving problem, but they also have. No public transportation, and whenever they do like find an option, they like it's very clear the state depends on DUI money. Yeah, like when I was living down there, they finally built this thing called the Rail Runner, which is a train between uh Albuquerque and Santa Fe, which are like an hour you apart. Pump with your hands, <laughs> it's a pump car. <laughs> Get them, bugs. <laughs> no, it's this train, and uh, they're kind of like, like, like they're like most of the DUIs in New Mexico happen on this stretch, this will cut down on it so much. And then, you know, they introduced it at, like, the end of the summer. And then one of the Albuquerque comics, it was his birthday, Labor Day weekend. And he's like, hey, we're all going to take the the Rail Runner up to Santa Fe for the wine festival for my birthday. And we're like, oh, cool, fucking comedian road trip. And then uh, they announced that the uh, the train would be closed all weekend for the holiday. <laughs> when you need it the most. When you need it the most, yeah. And then they're like, real quick, they're like, also, it won't run after 10 p.m. And it's just kind of like, you guys don't give a fuck about drunk driving. Right. This is very clear at this point. Well, and they were also like, and hotels are triple what we thought they were going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, was that the pitch, though? This is going to cut down on drunk driving? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And I think it I think it did, and then they were like, fuck, we need drunk drivers. Yeah, then to... they just negated no. it. I mean, yeah. I no, I fuck people who drive that. I mean, you shouldn't drive drunk anyways, but fuck people who drive. Like, it's one thing to me if you have a, a small buzz. And are going a few blocks and it's late as fuck. Yeah, but night. to hop on the interstate and drive over an hour, yeah, yeah, you're fucking. Or especially when you're, you should be arrested. Yeah, I mean my shit, dude. My friend I used to rap with, uh, Wake, was fucking uh, killed on the way to his album release in 2020 uh, by a drunk driver in New Mexico. His album release was at Meow Wolf. Oh, really? Yeah, and fucking drunk driver hit him. Uh, he had quit drinking years before. He was sober, and uh, yeah, fucking killed him. Uh, sad note, but uh, yeah, his uh, check out his album it's, <laughs> that he was releasing that night. It's really good. It's let's, called. Let's, let's add a sound effect. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, to bring to bring this high yeah. note to a T. <laughs> uh, the album's called Ready to Live. Really? Yeah. No fucking Whoa. way. Womp womp. But it's really fucking good. If you like hip hop, check it out. And uh yeah, R.I.P. Wake. 
but uh yeah but yeah. I will say this, like, what a what a group of people to have to stand in line with in the afterlife, if there is one, well, with, with that Kobos? car of people. Just Kobo's going, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. We're dead. <laughs> hell yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, how many ah. chodes do you think are up on these clouds? <laughs> All right. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Shrek zone. So, for your, for your, uh, uh, let's. Can we talk about Shrek zone? Yeah, let's talk about Shrek zone. Read the tweet. Okay, I'll read the tweet. So, yeah, this is good. Credit whoever it was with this. I I absolutely will. Uh, So Shrek zone. I will say that Kobos at the festival was spreading Shrek. I mean, he (laughs) spread it like wildfire. He told me, and I was like, "What in the fuck." Yeah, and it's like uh, it, was, it was a running gag that like when, like people that are in the Shrek zone, and uh, the point the point was is it was this is during the submersible, uh, you know, tragedy and because the comedians, I mean, you've heard how we handled Zach's friend dying in the day. <laughs> 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 so billionaires dying in a submarine was far more morbid, and so we we're all reading the funniest tweets we could about it and making all these jokes in the car, and uh, I think the funniest one is actually was Kobos being like, what was it like? Uh, <laughs> it's just, well, usually a dom ruins a sub or something oh, like that. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I uh, the on Thursday we were in a bar and they played. Uh, somebody put on the Celine Dion song, song, the and near far wherever you are yeah and uh i went in on the touch tunes and and played next uh queens under pressure (laughs) (laughs) never stop goofing yeah you know whenever like fun a really like wacky tragedy happens like we all just got to cross our fingers like please be billionaires please be billionaires so we could yeah. all have a hoot laughing about God, it. God, if only the other one would have been a full-grown billionaire. <laughs> he is still a baby billionaire. Yeah, that's, that's he the wanted to part. solve a Rubik's Cube yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. That was insane. Just yeah. like, this kid's not going to enjoy this trip if that's the thing he's looking forward to most is looking down at a Rubik's Cube. Well, yeah, but then you have to think that that's got to be, that's probably the most valuable treasure now down there, right? The Rubik's Cube? <laughs> I, no, I would say it's the PlayStation controller, oh, yeah. which I've seen I've seen pictures oh. of. Oh yeah, yeah, they like it's sitting in the fucking bottom of the ocean there, dude. Oh, that thing will end you've up. You've seen in the pictures Smith- of it in the bottom of yeah. the ocean? Yeah, oh. I don't I don't know if it was just like photoshopped. Somebody photoshopped. Or, I don't yeah. know. It looks real good. If they and find it, that thing, it'll end up in the Smithsonian. It was like it was like a picture of like the wreckage, and someone like zoomed in and be like, "Look, dude, there it is." Uh, and it's a like PlayStation One controller. It's gray. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a Logitech. I think it's a generic controller. It's not even a name. Yeah. P- PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, Let's get to this tweet. It's so. Well, first of all, the Onion had a great one, which was uh, critics say submersibles should have been tested with poorer passengers first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, this guy tweeted Benjamin Partridge, Ben Partridge, at Ben Partridge on Twitter. Uh, and he, he sets it up as a screenshot from his dad. And I like to believe that this is real. He didn't make it up. But most people think he made it up. But still, I'm choosing to believe it's real. He says, my dad is a retired submarine engineer. I asked him about the Titanic submersible. And he sent me this. And mind you, this was when we still thought they were trapped at the bottom of the ocean yeah. uh, before we knew that it imploded. And the screenshot just says, 
Since the 2000s, all submersibles of any size have to have a small television and DVD player so that if you get stuck down there, you can watch Shrek and, ch and chill out a bit. <laughs> <laughs> then as the auction begins to run out, your brain function is affected and your IQ drops into the ideal Shrek zone, <laughs> which is the perfect mental state to truly enjoy Shrek. <laughs> and then the last sentence is, at least they'll die having experienced Shrek in a much more meaningful way than any of us probably ever will. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it because that's something you truly need in a submarine if you get stuck because you need something to keep people from going insane. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a little entertainment would be... Well, yeah, because the first thing that I thought about is that if I was down there with my kid and some billionaire yeah. who built the thing that I'm stuck down there in is down there with me, the first thing I am going to do is kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what? There's only enough There's only enough uh, oxygen for all five of us for four days? I'm going to be like, dead. Turns out that there's enough oxygen for five days now, bitch. You know, yeah. like. Well, I thought when I was first thinking about it, because like, I heard that it was like, it's going to be pitch black. You know, if they lost power, that it's going to be pitch oh. black in there. They're all just sitting in there, and I'll be like, well, like, you're going to go through, like, the six stages of grief when you're realizing that you're fucked. And, like, someone's going to get to the point of, like, acceptance, being like, make peace with the idea I'm going to die down here. I'm fine. At the same time, someone else is still going to be in denial, just oh, pounding yeah. on the fucking walls, being like, ah! ah yeah, and you're like, ah! you're, and you're uh, like uh, I'm in Zen right now. Can you please keep it down? Yeah, uh, you're, you know, your uh, your excitement there is sucking up a lot more oxygen than some of the rest <laughs> of us, you asshole. Yeah. But oh, also, you, but yeah. you bottom hole. But I also think of it kind of as like a mall rat scenario in slow motion. Like what? Like remember the original one where he's like, "Yeah, we're all on the plane and it's going down, oh, and everybody yeah. just whips it out and starts beating it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the plane rides and then the itself. Plane, the plane writes itself, co corrects itself, and everybody's just looking around like they put their. They just put away. it away, and <laughs> we just never said shit about it. <laughs> and that one guy's like, "Well." Did they come? Yeah. There's just some things you don't talk about. <laughs> well, you mentioned, too, that the reason you would kill the billionaire would be like, well, it'll extend oxygen by, like, you know, 18 hours if we kill one guy right away. Yeah. Which, have you ever seen the movie Sunshine, the Danny Boyle space movie where they go to the sun? No. They get to a point where they, like, have, like, a catastrophic, like, they're going to the sun to reignite it in the future, but they have some incident on the on the on the spaceship where, like, there's a fire that burns up a bunch of their oxygen, and then they're like, oh, we don't have enough oxygen to make it there for our crew of seven. And they're like, oh, fuck, we're all going to die. And someone's like, well, we don't have enough oxygen for seven. Oh. Yeah. And they're all looking at each other being like, we have enough for, like, two or three of us to make it. Oh, that's yeah. brutal. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's a real, It's yeah. it, the movie's so good, but, yeah, that's yeah, such like, an intense scene. Who's the first bottom hole that's going to yeah. be like, I want to live. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, yeah. What a weird, yeah. So, all right, all right. The three of us. Oh man, <laughs> are on a sub, like a submarine sandwich. We're on a sub. Sure, whatever, <laughs> whatever kind of sub you want. Just know that there's only enough oxygen oh. for two of us. Oh man. I mean, that's tough. I feel like Finney's the closest to Zen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, I think he'd be the coolest. I think he handled the best. I could probably, well, yeah, I could probably take well, it. I think he also has the most anxiety, so he might be freaking out the most. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Do I have my Wellbutrin with me? 
no. You don't have, you don't have meds down in the sub hole? Oh man. You don't have meds in the fucking sandwich down under? <coughs> um uh, so here's what I would probably do. I mean I for would, the sake of the podcast. I would here's what I would do. <laughs> and you guys can then make the decision how you want to go off this. I would agree to to pass. I'll move forward. But for my remaining hours then I just get to I just get to DJ. I get to play the music. So it's it's no, gonna then, be then, then I'd let myself die first. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's that's his way to get us both to kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> There's more than enough oxygen for me to get in the spin zone. Right? No, listen, listen, Sneaky, like listen. Sneaky. This is a live version of Ripple. It's fucking six hours long. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> no, you said I get thirteen songs. <laughs> <laughs> Finny, it's day three. You're still on song <laughs> number seven. That's how you get it. That's how you do it. You're like, you either get three hours or three songs. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever comes first. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, how the music open mic used to be. Fi- three songs or 15 minutes, whichever really? comes first. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they All give right. you a lot of time at a music open yeah, mic. Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. So, uh, Brett, where were you born? I was born in uh, Glenwood Springs, Colorado. Whoa, you're uh, a... Yeah, grew up in Eagle, Colorado. Is, no that, ho- is, that, is that still Western Slopes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, once you get past, uh, I think Eisenhower's the Continental Divide. Okay. Yeah, so everything, everything out there, all the water goes to the, to the Pacific. Uh, everything on the other side of Eisenhower goes to the Atlantic. Okay. Yeah. Glenwood Springs, huh? Yeah. So... AJ's trying to figure out if you're a hippie or not. Tell me about Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had a, uh, I decided to have a midlife crisis, uh, you know, a few days before I turned 40. And here's the thing. I kept telling everyone, like, oh, I'm doing Oh, it. you didn't tell me that. You just told me you wanted to go on a trip way before that. Yeah, well, part of it, too, was just, like, I can't, like, if I am in New York when I turn 40, I will, I will have a fucking breakdown. <laughs> I can't like I can't just do another like I don't know. <laughs> New York is so depressing. So you went to Columbia, Missouri? Yeah, I went to Columbia, Missouri, everyone. <laughs> Listen, if you're nearing 40, can I just pl- I'll just tout that uh Columbia, Missouri. What 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 all does what all do they have there? They've got a gas station? Yeah. <laughs> There's a post office. They have amazing food at the Quick Trip. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fantastic. No, I went I went to Columbia, Columbia, the country. And I told everyone that was because the writer strike happened May first because I flew out there May second, uh, which was a half truth. But the real the real truth was that my birthday was May fourth, Taurus. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I went to, I went out there. And uh, what's just, your what are your other signs? I don't know. I don't know. We have other signs. I thought you wanted okay. to hear this Columbia story. Well, I'm just we're gonna get we're gonna get what? some hippie info out of him. <laughs> in I went there for a month, so there's a lot of Columbia stories. No, I know. Uh, but yeah, I went there and. Uh, just kind of, uh, I wanted to go someplace cheap, uh, you know, because people get, I've, I've traveled to Europe and whatnot, and I was just like, I can't, and also our last Southern tour killed me on hotels. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, I can't fucking travel anymore and pay two, three hundred bucks a night to sleep. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to go to Vietnam, and then I realized real quick that this writer strike is going to last a while, and I'm not going to have much money, so I was like, ooh, I need to find uh, someplace closer, a cheaper plane ticket to a place that's also cheap, uh, dirt cheap, like Vietnam. And Colombia, highly recommend it. Uh, you know, it cost about $150 to fly there from New York, direct flights. 
uh, five hour flight. Uh, hotels are like the most I spent in a hotel. I think was forty bucks. Yeah, uh, you know, and it was real nice. Yeah, I mean, no, I never went to like a super nice hotel, like a five star hotel or anything. But I never wanted that too. I, but the five star hotels cost like less than one hundred and fifty. You know what I mean? So like, if you want to, if you want to go like live it up in Colombia, you can do it real easy. But you can also like spend five bucks at a restaurant and get like an appetizer, a good meal, and a few drinks. Yeah. And wow. The, yeah, and the bill will come out to be well under ten bucks. You know what I mean? Uh, and also, uh, uh, the drugs there are also <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> cheap. <laughs> yeah. How much is how much is cocaine? Uh, well, I overheard. <laughs> uh it's it's twenty thousand pesos a gram in Medellin, which is the big which is the big cocaine city. And Would, what's how many pesos are in a dollar? Uh they're about uh four hundred and fifty. So it comes out to I did the, the math, it comes out to four dollars and thirty cents a gram. Is that cheap? That is staggeringly cheap. <laughs> four dollars and fifty cents a gram? Thirty cents. I don't, I don't know. Four dollars and thirty about cents. So I don't know. I feel like I I haven't bought cocaine since I was a kid. When I was young, balls were like two hundred bucks. Yeah, so that would be sixty bucks a gram, more yeah. or less. Yeah. Oh wow, that is yeah. That's, yeah, and that's sixty-seven dollars a gram. Okay, be. and that's 66, when Zach was a kid in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's much more now. Uh, anyway, yeah. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was a wild time being at, like, I stayed in a youth hostel, and I was not the oldest person there, uh, but I was definitely in the top five at all, every night. Uh, but, yeah, just having, like, a big table. Tell me about the older people. Oh, man. <laughs> in the not-so-youthful youth hostel? Yeah. Uh, definitely the, the oldest guy was, like, 60. and Is it weird? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, I, I, I think I was fine, but I'm also, like, I've got another year tops before this gets real weird. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, is it because a youth hostel is designed for like people that are traveling well, under budget, like for, college just, kids? You should have more money than that by the time you're an adult to stay somewhere better. Okay. Yeah, but here's the thing: it's like a lot of the hostel rooms are like they're dorm rooms. You know what I mean? They're like the rooms with like you share anywhere from like two beds to like twelve beds. You know, oh bunk yeah. Beds and shit. But you know, if you're a forty year old, of course you get a private room. And, you know, that costs like 20, 30 bucks a night. Uh, nothing. But uh, most of the people you met there were like, you know, Europeans or Australians who'd been traveling for like, you're know, like, oh, when'd you get here? And I'm like, oh, I've been traveling for three and a half weeks now. And how about you? And they're like, oh, eight months. Whoa. Uh, and you're like, holy <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah. And so they just like, they travel for like a full year at a time. But they, and you're like, oh, trust funder. Then you see like the way they live and they're like, we're sharing a room with 11 other people. Uh, you know, we, we, we go to the grocery store and get our food every night. We don't eat out. Even though meals are $5. They're still being super thrifty. Yeah, yeah. And they're only buying half grams of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, But, yeah, no, the, the oldest guy there that I met was, like, Marcelo, I think his name was, and he was, like, 60. And he also was just, like... There was, he reminded me a lot of like a 60 year old open micer. Like he just had some Asperger's. Like he did not, yeah. He did not have basic social skills. Gotcha. Yeah. And like every time I would make a joke, and I was crushing at the table, like <laughs> I'd make a joke, he would stare at me and then he'd at, like, like he would take it completely serious. Then he'd ask oh. in detail that was very clear that he'd understand it was a joke. <laughs> uh, and he was American too. So it, it didn't look good because a lot of times I would be, 
I was one of the few Americans, and so then he was like, oh, this is our poster boy, uh, <laughs> Marcelo. So uh, here's another funny thing about cocaine, though. Uh, you can do a cocaine tour. What? Oh, yes. In well, Colombia? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just been, like you tour like the Bud Factory or something. Yeah, well, you can do like you can do like Pablo Escobar tours and stuff. And like one of the one of the Pablo Escobar tours, they like they teach you about like the him and his and the rival drug lord, and then they take you to one of his mansions and they split half the tour into like Pablo Escobar team and the other half into the other team, and then the, then you play paintball. You have a paintball war in one of his mansions. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, stuff like that. But I met uh, a kid in a, in Australia, supposedly in Australia too. Like cocaine is like two hundred dollars a gram, a hundred to two hundred dollars a gram. It's like that in Australia, you said. Yeah, they love cocaine, but it's so expensive there. It's hard to get there. It's like all all of cocaine is grown in, in South America. Yeah, you can't you can't drive cocaine to. No, no, no. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you can't they, smuggle it in a kangaroo. It was the Australians that were were by far the most excited to be in a cocaine area. Yeah, but this kid who was only twenty, uh, he told me he's like, oh, I found a thing, and I never asked him how, and I wish I would have. But he's like, oh, I found a thing where I can. Uh, where they will blindfold you, take you into the jungle, where you can pick and make your own cocaine. What? Yeah. <laughs> and he told me this before he had done it, uh, and then I got to see him after it happened too. So he de- he definitely survived. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know they, they did say that kidnapping isn't a major problem in Colombia anymore, but they're like, <laughs> this is like a new thing. Like it's like a year or two old where you know kidnapping is not a big thing anymore. Yeah. But they're still like, would you like to be blindfolded? Yeah. Well, to me, it's like, well, I just told a story about how hard it was to get my landlord into a fucking van. It's right. like, if you volunteer to blindfold yourself and get in yourself, like, that's the that's the, the hardest two-thirds of kidnapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just made it so easy. Yeah, they can just let you loose anywhere in the jungle, and, like, your best bet is to fucking take your blindfold off and then just guess what direction is home. But, yeah, no, he did this, and... uh uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 Was I'm, he more wound up after he uh, made his own cocaine? How much cocaine no, do you get to make? I wish I would have asked that too. Uh, I don't. I assume not a ton. It's like because, a build a bear, but cocaine. Well, because I learned too on a tour that uh, you know, this is the kind of things you learn on tour in, in Colombia, that it's like an like it takes like over an acre of coca plants to make a kilo of cocaine. I think like five acres. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like it's like a serious amount. So like I don't think he would like be able to make a lot. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Especially if he's picking it himself, you know what I mean? You know, you probably have to like pick like three. Yeah, you'd have to be on a lot of cocaine to pick that much yeah. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you're not because you haven't made it yet. <laughs> yeah. God, I need to know exactly what that number is now because every time I hear about how many like kilos of cocaine oh, yeah. they busted someone with, I'm going to be like, wow, that's 300 acres. Or... Well, and I, wow. I learned this from like a tour guide who was like a big environmentalist because he was talking about how much of the rainforest they clear for cocaine. And he's just like, I mean, they have to because that's – it takes oh. so many acres just to make a kilo. So actually, also, these kingpins are wrecking the rainforest also just to grow coca leaves. Well, yeah, and he talked about, too, that, like, you know, a lot of times the government will, like, will, like, go bust up a farm, you know, you know, like a big cocaine operation. Yeah. Yeah, and be like, ah, we got it. And then it's like, and the satellite pictures just show whenever that happens, like, immediately a chunk of the rainforest is just bulldozed for a new one. Ugh. And so it's like, it's almost at the point that, like, they have to find a way to, like... Like, cocaine's not going anywhere. Right. And each time the government has, like, a win, it just destroys more of the, like, they're just... Holy right. shit, they find a way to, it's like five acres. Five it says, acres, I was it right. Says about two acres of plants, depending on growing conditions, produces roughly 400 uh, kg. Yeah. 
So it'd be five for. Or no, that's four hundred kilo. Or no, kilograms. Kilograms. Yeah. Yeah. And you need and you need a thousand for it to be a kilo. I think so. Americans here, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know how I'm metric system. You know how I'm always testing out uh, catchphrases, like yeah. like we like when we went to the Midwest. My catchphrase was like, "Put that in your casserole." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was doing one at work that I thought was funny, where I was just going, "Are you braiding my hair right now?" Yeah. And then I would just walk off. Yeah. <laughs> I've also been doing. Uh, we can smoke in here, right? Uh, <laughs> my favorite one, which gets no laughs, is to end a joke and go, you men are all the same. <laughs> but the the one I started thinking about after, like, Columbia, because I just hung out with so many fucking Europeans and Australians and whatnot, it was, uh, you hit a punchline, and you go, yeah, convert that to Celsius. <laughs> oh, God damn. That's funny. Because <laughs> I really have no idea when someone says, like, the temperature in Celsius, they're like, yeah, man. It was 29 out, and I'm like, I have no idea if that's fucking freezing or boiling. I have yeah. no fucking idea. How much did it cost? So Hiker also went and just stayed on a hotel that was basically a floating hotel, what? like a floating island. It was it was on, like, chicken legs. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean by chicken legs? It was, like, it was on posts that, that were stuck. It was, like, okay. on, it was built, like, on a sandbar. Gotcha. Yeah, and it was, like, this, you know, like, this just big tiki shack uh, that I went and stayed at. It cost me $40 a night, but I... I only, I could only sleep in a hammock. They they had a big deck with with like six hammocks, and uh, when I I learned about this from other travelers, and they're like, oh, you gotta try this place called Casa de Agua, and I went there, and uh, by, by the time I checked it, they were like, oh, the next month, which is the third uh, installment of Avatar as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, by the time I checked it, there was like only one night available for the next month, and it was like, and all we have available is a hammock, a single hammock, and. Uh, I was like, oh, uh, all right, fine. I'll, I'll sleep in a hammock for a night. And uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it's amazing. Like, if you look at my Instagram, I, I've got pictures of it. And it's just like, it looks like pristine paradise. In reality, it was like being at a Lodo club for 24 hours. <laughs> no, that's what I imagined. Because yeah. when I saw it, I was like, this looks cool. But I imagine staying there is fucking kind of hell. Yeah, it's a lot. It's the douchiest people. And Are they just getting rowdy all night too? Yeah. Oh, they bump club music from eight a.m. till four a.m. There's a four-hour oh, break. Wow. Which I don't really like. I sleep really well, so I don't mind like music going late. It's just kind of like, please play something with an actual instrument for the love of God. Uh, just this is fucking. I can't do any more pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it was just so and then but the people were just so obnoxious too, just amateurs left and right. Also like. The staff was a lot of the staff were volunteers. Like they volunteered so they could live on this crazy island, and their entire game was let's fuck these single tourists. Ah, you know what I mean. And so yeah. it was just like, on this tour, I was the as far as I could tell, I was the only single guy. There was a lot of couples, a lot of single girls, and I was the only guy. And they hated me. The staff hated the male staff hated me, and they were just kind of like they looked at me like competition. Oh uh, yeah. And like to the point like where bartenders would just ignore me for like long periods of time when I was trying to get a drink and stuff. And I was just kind of like, this fucking sucks. I feel like I'm hanging out with just Lodo people, bridge and tunnel folk, as we call them on the East Coast. Uh, <laughs> just suburbanites who come into the city and just don't know, like, it's their one night they've partied in the last two months. Yeah. And they're just like, it's it's those fucking, it's the kind of people you would see on one of those fucking rolling fucking, what are those, those pub when cars? It just looked like yeah. such a small place to be stranded with those oh, people. I, yeah, at like 2 a.m. I just swam out into the ocean as far as I could. And it was easy because it's like out there. It's like even though it's not another island for very close by, you can see them. Like it's all so shallow that almost at any point you can just stand up if you want. 
but I swam out so far just because I was so sick of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just super intoxicated late in the night. And then, yeah. Just 40-year-old Bert out in the middle of the yeah, ocean no, alone. Yeah. The club music's driving just, me mad. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming into the abyss. These kids need to go to bed. That old bald guy just swim out into the ocean. <laughs> and he never came back. Yeah. <laughs> Some say he turned into a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, so this this kid, yeah, did went went to the jungle, made his own cocaine. He came back and he told us that uh, it was the best cocaine he'd ever had. And then the joke, I started screaming. I was like, I would fucking hope so. How insane would it be if you picked and made your own cocaine at the last step? They made you cut it with fucking bathtub level methamphetamine yeah. <laughs> or just baby laxatives well, or whatever i like the idea too that he's like you know i'm just I'm not a very good cocaine chef yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know apparently yeah. it takes a lot of skill you know i mean the first time mixing all my coca leaves with the gasoline right i uh it's like the british bake-off <laughs> yeah yeah you know well i've only made cocaine in australia you know and at my at home kit. Where can I add Vegemite? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how to bake anything. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even I can't even make a goddamn hot dog or sketty. Yeah, it's <laughs> Who was I to think I could make cocaine? Yeah. I'm not even a sketty goes boy. But I like that he's Australian. I'm, I'm doing the total wrong accent. Yeah. It's like, good eye, cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was making co- cocaine with kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. My, my best Australian impression of Australian accent is uh, just me repeating this thing I overheard from us. So many stuntmen on fucking movies are Australian. I don't know what it is. But, We're going to get hit in the head, eh? Yeah, but yeah, this, <laughs> this, this stuntman was trying to fuck. Tay, Tay, take one in the head, Tay. <laughs> he, was trying to, he was trying to fuck the set medic, and he was just like fucking telling all these stories. Like, yep. Well, like telling him the story of all his injuries. I'm like, yeah. See that knee? Blew it out. Roy has it healed. Blew out the other one, jumping from one building to the next. Mission Impossible 3. But that's the life of a stuntman. Only life I know. Only life I'll ever know. (laughs) (laughs) And he was such a douchebag, too. And he just stared off into the distance. Yeah, yeah. And then he stood up, and both his knees blew out. Yeah. It's like my... my... Stuntmen can't get health insurance. Oh, I bet. Yeah. The liability has to be insane. Yeah, but they also get paid, too, like two, three thousand bucks per take. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, wow. Per take. Yeah, when they're doing a crazy fucking stunt. And they should, too. Like, they've... I'm wanting to get a Porsche. Watch me triple take this thing. Yeah. I I was on uh, Avengers where there was a scene, uh, Avengers 1, where there's a scene where Iron Man and Thor are fighting in the forest, and then Captain America shows up and breaks breaks it up, and then it cuts to Captain America, and he's standing on top of this big pile of trees that have been knocked down during their fight. And then uh, he's like, hey, knock it off. And then he jumps down, and what was supposed to happen is he jumps, grabs onto the limb of a tree that's still standing, does like a, you know, gymnastics swing around, and then lands. Yeah. Uh, first take, stuntman misses and just falls fucking so far, just clearly breaks all his ribs. Oh. Yeah, and then like they just don't do another take, and so like in the final, in the in the actual movie, it's like like Captain America's like, hey, break it up, stand on top of this big pile of trees, and then just jumps down like real deep, real, <laughs> like there's no there's no trick to it all. It's kind of like I'll just hop down real quick and then continue the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, and stuntmen die sometimes doing shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, poor stuntman. A lot of it too is is Old like stunters. How do you fall like that and not get hurt? And a lot of it's like, well, you don't. You just 
fall like that and don't mind how bad you get hurt. Yeah. Well, those parkour yeah. guys, you ever get sucked into those videos? Where yeah, they're, 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 they're all parkour their, guys. It's all that momentum. Yeah. And yeah. so instead of like stopping the blunt fall, they seem to like roll into it. And somehow yeah. that you're just using the energy you're creating. Yeah. Mitch but we're in was, our 40s. We're not doing that. No. Mitch was talking. <laughs> we were riding home with Mitch Jones, and he was talking about how he watches like YouTube videos that break down the Three Stooges. Where it tells like how they how fucked up they're getting. Oh from yeah, the like what act, like these horrible injuries they suffered on each gag and stuff. Oh wow. Oh yeah, I want to watch it now because I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. interested. He's like, yeah, and this one, uh, Larry, or I fuck up their names, but so and so broke his fucking hand. Uh, hitting him in the head with an iron, so uh, we're gonna have to have the other guy throw the pie in the next scene because he can't throw yeah. a pie because yeah. his hand's broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which sucks because Larry was the worst at throwing pies. <laughs> 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 which we we're talking about being uh, uh, the Three Stooges for for Stick or Treat. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. would we you be down to be Larry? Uh, I'd have to be. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking like me, Zach. We were talking like with Mitch, and Mitch could be the perfect curly. Oh, and I, yeah. I don't even need to be part of it. You guys, yeah, could, I don't it, even you, need to either. You and Mitch need to find your mo and do it. We do. We would need a mo. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah, and just I mean, like, it'd be so easy to kill three minutes just hurting each other. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and also, Larry's voice is really easy to do. It's kind of like, yeah, well, all right. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. It's almost normal. So let's do some rapid fire questions here with Bert and see if we can figure out if he's a fucking hippie or not. All right. Okay. Um, sandals. He wears Crocs and he wears sandals. Yeah. Uh, I wear Crocs now, but I was a Birkenstock guy for a long time. Okay. Ooh. Um, if you, okay. So if your life what couldn't change, right? So you wouldn't change the way you live your life but you could change the environment you're in. So everything would stay the same. Would you choose to live in a city? Would you choose to live in the country? City, just because I'm a comic. And I, oh, well, things would say, if I, could, if I could have a comedy career and a career in film living anywhere, yeah. I'd live in the fucking country for sure. Okay, and then you could just, like, this is the thing where you could teleport. So it's a desire. Like, if nothing in your life changed, yeah. Would you still want it? Desire I, well, to be around I think, people or not? I think that anybody would take the country if you're like, I can instantly walk out my door and be in the city. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, what I'm trying to find out is like where the heart really wants, as opposed to like, yeah. It, it would be really hard getting laid living in a small town. But I always tell myself too that if like, if comedy and film was everywhere, I'd live in Durango, Colorado. Really? Yeah. I don't think I, I've never been to Durango. Oh, it rules. Uh, it's like it's like the, it's the only. Mountain town in Colorado whose tourist industry is is focused in the summer. Okay. Uh, not the winter. And it's like, it's the most thriving nightlife I've seen in a mountain town. Like, wow. Downtown is like, you know, 20 good bars. And I, I lived there for one year in college, and uh, I loved it. I've always had a good time there. There's no women there. Uh, although I did... <laughs> <laughs> but plenty of bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I once made it with a girl there. We were we were out uh, during uh, Snowdown, which is the big festival and the big winter festival in uh, in uh, Durango, and we ate. Oh uh, yeah, because you can't say ho anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we ate we ate acid. Uh, yeah. Another, another point for hippie. Yeah, and we're having like we're having like the best time. We're walking down the street. And you know, towards the end of the night, and at one point, like these girls were walking the opposite direction, and one girl was she was just goofing around, being like, "I can't walk any further. I'm so tired. I'm so tired." And I just walked up behind her and picked her up like a baby, and I was like, "I'll carry you." Uh, and then, and, but I carried her in the opposite direction, and I just kept going. And she thought, it, and she was laughing. And then we later on, uh, uh, 
made it. Made it. Yeah. Made it. What the fuck? I thought, I, I love the idea that, I, I thought earlier you said, I made it with this girl. And I was like, now you're in your 40s. You made it. Uh, yeah, I we, made did, it. Did I you make, you gonna make it with this kid? I made with it with this, this girl. Yeah. Mated. Um, Weird terminology there, Bert. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's... <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. You made. You made I can't spawn. tell you the inspiration. You made. A, you made. A it has to do with a story I can't tell on a podcast. But yeah, no, I feel like I feel like you're like uh, you're getting into you're breaking your own rules for the podcast. Here. I know, right? Yeah. So um, no, I've put, uh, right now I like to call sex mating. Mating <laughs> or making love is really funny too. Both are just terrible terms. <laughs> anyway, more more hippie questions. Um, have you ever owned crystals of any type? I've never paid for them, but yeah, I've like found crystals in like caves and stuff that I can't. Do you think they have any powers? You know, uh, Robert Downey Jr., another Avenger story. Also he, known as Iron Man. Yeah, also yeah. known as Iron Man. He's keep, big into crystals. Keep name dropping. Yeah. <laughs> We're not friends. <laughs> uh, but Anymore. He, his like his like bodyguard will put him like he'll ask like what the frame is for the scene and he'll put crystals on both sides of the frame for his like, really? like while he acts sometimes yeah wow the channel like wow oh, I'm... oh shit oh I Iron Man but so you tell me Finny like why do why do you do that why would you put crystals on both sides of of a scene that you're acting in. Uh, I guess you're gridding it. So I, that's like I, channeling energy or something. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it is. So you're building some sort of like. I like I, that before I, he's playing this like rich asshole billionaire. He's like, make sure my fucking crystals are set up right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I also, be able it could be to a, channel this billionaire unless my crystals are <laughs> in their right positions. It could also be a superstition thing. Yeah. Like literally, you're just you want it to be good, and if you believe in stuff like that. You just figure out a way to place all of crystals could be a superstition thing. Sure, but maybe he's (laughs) maybe he had something. Maybe he's like, ah, I know that I'll be fine, but I want to make sure the cameraman doesn't fuck this up. Yeah, I mean, listen, with all that shit, like, I have so many like hangover cures, and uh, as long as I believe the cure works, it works. Yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of like I used to always drink Gatorade, and Gatorade doesn't work anymore. But then someone introduced me to coconut water. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, this cures hangovers, and it did until someone was like, broke down how it's not actually that good for it. And as yeah. soon as they told me that, I was like, oh, then it started not helping me anymore. Dude. And now I'm on like liquid IVs. Dude, that liquid news. IV I love. Yeah, but as soon as someone like is like, you know, actually doesn't do anything for hangovers, then it will stop working. And I'm like, God, are you, damn you, are you hip to the ice pack still? Yeah, what's that this? shit works? Tell him, Zach. Oh. Well, the reason why your head hurts when you're hungover is because of inflammation. So an yeah. ice pack works just like if you have, like, another headache. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it, it saves my fucking life. Like, if yeah. I really have a bad headache, like, fucking putting, like, ice on my head will fucking fix it. Or on your quick. neck, too. Yeah. Wow. Like, to get like, to cool the blood, it's pump- whatever side your carotid's on. I don't know. Uh, if you put on your carotid, it'll cool the blood going up to your head. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, which can also help, you know, with a headache or whatever. But yeah. cooling your jugular, not going to help. If you have a hangover, try ice in your head. That's something I never read about in those stupid articles. Or crystals. Yeah, crystals. Ice those crystals. Put them on your bottom. Yeah, shove a but- crystal up your ass, to pr- up your bottom to protect you from moths. <laughs> no, I, I have never put any sort of 
meaning into a crystal, but I do have like little trinkets and stuff that I consider lucky. Well, that's, I think that happens a lot with entertainers. Like if I've known people that have done like uh, Conan or they've done a tonight show and they wore a certain shirt yeah, and then that's the shirt like that they'll Mm. wear a lot where they're like, this is what I wore on the, on the late show. Yeah. Would you rather die when you're having a good day or a bad day? Good day. You know what an idea is? Like, let me tell you, let me ask you what you guys think of this. Is uh, Matthew Bloodsmith once asked me this, uh, all drunk, but he was just like, if you were having, like, if you were doing a show and had some heckler just riding your ass and you came back with the best heckler comeback ever, just fucking roasted the fuck out of him and he stood up and gunned you down, would you consider that a good death? Ooh, it's a tough one. I'm saying, like, that's a great death. Yeah, I mean, I bet it would go viral. <laughs> but, but fame at that point that has no value. Uh, but still, like, man, it's like... Well, but the infamy does. Yeah, especially, I guess, think, think of just, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe Red Rocks is too big, but a big venue, you know, and someone fucking heckles you, and fucking everyone... No, Red Rocks is too big. I would yeah. want it to be a smaller theater, yeah. something more intimate. Yeah, but, I mean, like... I don't know, maybe you're opening for a huge name or whatever, just kind of like, you, you, there couldn't be more hype for it, and you just crush him, and then he Oh, I would survive, you. though. What's that? I would survive. Oh, you would? Okay, yeah. well, then, then you can't play this hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got, he's, got, uh, he's got crystals in his bottom. Yeah, no, if you got, if you got crystals in your pockets. <laughs> he shot me in the asshole, but it hit a moth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the moth spread his wings and protected me. Well, yeah, that is your instinct. Thank you, poopy turn, moth. Turn away from the gun. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, Do you own any tie dye at all? I own. Uh, I I have a shirt that says, uh, "The Green Coalition of Gay Loggers for Jesus," <laughs> uh, which is a real group in Montana that was uh, started because uh, when the tea party when the tea party first took off, you know, many years ago, they were having these big tea party movements in in uh, Bozeman, Montana, which is a pretty liberal town. Yeah. And by big, I mean like they had like twenty people on a street corner. And, like, people hated them, but then, like, they were, like, they complained to the cops, and the cops, like, legally they can protest. And so then a bunch of, you know, anti-Tea Party people started this thing called the Green Coalition of Gay Loggers for Jesus. <laughs> and it was just kind of like this, like, they would, like, protest across the street and just mock them. You know what I mean? Oh, gotcha. But it got, like, way more popular. And then my sister-in-law bought me that shirt. I got a stain on it drinking a smoothie at work. <laughs> uh, and then uh, one, day, one day I went up to the, my rooftop in Brooklyn, and, and uh, my lesbian neighbors were tie-dyeing. And they were like, do you have anything you want tie-dyed? And I was like, yeah, I got to show with a stain. Will it go over a stain? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, totally. So my Green Coalition of Gay Loggers for Jesus shirt is now tie-dyed. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's a great tie-dye story. Yeah. Nice, but it was to cover up a stain. Was to, was, cover, was up was a to stain. cover a stain. But I don't have any issues with tie-dye. I don't think I'd seek it out, but I would... It's not like if I bought someone or someone gave me their merch that was tie-dye, I'd be like, I can't wear this. Yeah, it's always I think I've said this before, but the, the interesting thing about tie-dye is like it's not for the person wearing it. Like the person wearing it is gifting that ridiculousness to the people that are tripping. I don't find it that ridiculous. No, no, no. But when it when you're tripping, everything Hey, AJ's just... a fucking bad boy, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, that's a uh, long time ago when you started to think about it. Like you were wearing tie-dye because someone tripping would look at your shirt and kind of get pulled into it. So yeah. you were kind of became a you, tapestry. You wanted people to look at you. Yeah. All right. You were it was kind of a yeah. An enhancement. 
Jam bands, yes or no? I like jam bands a lot more than other than some other genres. I would take jam bands in a heartbeat over, like as far as like say like say you're at work and someone's like playing music all day. I would take jam bands over anything electronic. Uh, probably almost all metal, most hip hop. Um, yeah, I like jam bands. I, I like. I used to be into really into Keller Williams. Oh yeah. Uh, I like Ween a lot. Is Ween a jam band? So Ween rides a, a weird realm because everything yes. they do is so fucking weird. Yes, they have been turned into a jam. Because I yeah. I like their music live, and then a woman gave me a free ticket to see them on New Year's Eve for what was their last show before they broke up. It was supposed they to be so like a times. yeah. This was supposed to be like a pretty epic show or whatever. And I'm not gonna lie, like halfway through, I was like, oh god, this just sounds like every other jam band, and I fucking <laughs> laughed. I laughed. I was like, I gotta get out of here. Uh, at the at the uh, Asheville Comedy Festival. Uh, which is where Ween is based out of. Yeah. That sort of Are studios. you familiar with Bugnish then? No. The the um so Ween created this like deity. Yeah. Which is Bugnish. Is it the the face? Yeah, which is okay, the yeah. face. Um God, I can't I think it was Zach Smith in um Little Rock, Arkansas, loved Ween and he did all this deep dive research and we were talking a long time ago and he told me all about it. It's it's wild. So anyway, sorry. Uh, no, it's good. I, I, you know what? I've, I see the Ween logo drawn on a lot of hard hats on construction sites. Really? I mean, I, and by a lot, I mean I've seen it like at least five times. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but I will say, uh, <laughs> one time I read like a, a review of, of one of Ween's albums when I was in college in like the AV club, and the reviewer is like, like he's you know he described it in like a paragraph at the end. He's like, at the end of the day. Ween still seems to be like some sort of inside joke, but no, that no one but them really gets. Yeah. <laughs> Every album was themed, and a lot of them were very weird. Yeah, they had a fucking sea shanty album. Yeah. The Mollusk? The Mollusk, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of their better albums, too. Yeah. Ch- dude, Chocolate and Cheese I really liked. They just had that I'm... weird song where they just went, AIDS. There's some Ween songs I hate. Uh, kind of like, I love Queen, but I hate Bicycle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my favorite... Didn't, didn't we find out something about Bicycle? It actually was like, the Queen song for Fat Bottom Girls was actually about doing LSD or something. Didn't you read something like that one time, Zach? It was really wild. Yeah, I think that's something I used to be in my brain, but it's not yeah. anymore. I think Zach might be overheating. I think we're all overheating. Like, I was literally yeah. uh, judging Hiker based on how wet. <laughs> he, I, Hiker looks it's, like he's lactating. It's a wet, it's a wet T-shirt contest in here. Yeah, uh, I was like, we're going to pod until we can see Hiker's nipples. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah Do you, the, you feel like you could live in the in the woods on your own? Here's the thing. I feel like I could live in the woods much, much better than 90% of comics. No, let me take that back. 90% of city folk and 99% of comics. Okay. Uh, at the end of the day, though, like where I grew up, like I was surrounded by people that would outlast me in the woods in a heartbeat. So I don't feel to be, I don't feel like I'm that great of a survivalist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I were to ever start yeah. bragging about like how outdoorsy I am, they'd just be like, hiker. That big city queer, he couldn't fucking last out here for a month. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I feel like... Uh, but you enjoy the outdoors. I do. I didn't like it when I was younger, but I spent a lot of time there because my family's very outdoorsy. Okay, and yeah. what is your... Let me ask you this. Knowing that you like the outdoors, what's the primary goal when you're out there? Is it to get away from cities? Is it to calm down? Is it just the exercise? I oh, mean, I, I think they're all pretty equal. Like okay. Those three things you mentioned, 
Uh, I didn't enjoy the outdoors until I discovered weave. Okay. Then I could really relax and just kind of like, this is a cool place. And Before you lost it, was it ever long? <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> oh. Do you ever have long hair? Oh. Uh, My head. No, I, never. There was a part never. where I was like, are you talking about his virginity? I thought you were, yeah. I, <laughs> I guess I thought too. Uh, yeah, and I was, I was like, was my dick long before I lost my virginity? Uh, it doesn't grow once you get laid. Uh, no, I think the longest my hair had ever been is probably a little shorter than AJ's. Uh, so that's kind of long, though. Yeah. But no, I never really like down to could it go behind your ears? Yeah. I wish I would have grown it out barely. It could barely go behind my ear. Well, I don't know if it ever could actually. That's a good point. I bet it got close to that. Yeah. Um I don't like it's poor. I don't feel bad about going poor bald. Poor ears but have never been touched by hair. If I could do it again, I would <laughs> I would grow it out at least once to see what it was like. While it like before. What's that? Before it went before you lost it. Yeah, yeah. So you think you would have came out of the pandemic with long hair if you had long hair? If you could? A lot of people. Uh, maybe. Did. I mean, I I lived with a hairdresser uh, during the pandemic, and so I had, like, free access to haircuts, which th- for the first six months, that was kind of people's biggest thing. They were like, I need a haircut. That's why we got to open up everything. And be like, dude, no one fucking cares. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that was, like, and so many, like, when, when it was still banned for, like, people to, like, cut hair, so many people were losing their fucking barber license, which is, like, a thing, yeah. because they were secretly sneaking people in and cutting their hair <laughs> during, like, the heart of the pandemic. Which is kind of like, and as my girlfriend at the time kept saying, like, bitches need their hair done. Yeah, I was doing a joke where it was about how, like, conservative people were just, like, if I can't get my fucking hair cut, how the fuck are people going to tell that I'm conservative? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> people are going to think that I'm some sort of fucking hippie. What the fuck? That's not going to happen. We need to open this. Sh- I don't care how many old people die. I'm not going to look like a fucking liberal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got to leave soon. Do we have, yeah. have any more hippie Do questions? I, uh, I got up. I'm going to ask a couple and then we'll be good to go. All right. uh, barefoot. You ever spend any barefooted time outdoors? Yes. Okay. I believe in grounding yourself. Okay. Uh, but I, at the end of the day, I still have pretty sensitive feet, so it's got to be pretty... Uh, I don't spend enough time barefoot to really build up a good callus, even though I totally believe in calluses and people that get them, like, shaved off during pedicures. is like, you're fucking stupid. That's there for a reason, man. Yeah. Uh, unless it's for some reason causing you discomfort in a shoe or something. But, like, yeah, no, I, I believe in being barefoot. It doesn't disgust me when people are barefoot. Okay. Uh, but I myself, like, I need, to, I need to be, like, in a field of grass for me to do it. Yeah. Zach, do you have anything? No, do you want to do a few rapid fires? I think that's all we have time for. Okay. Um, Jacob Dylan, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, but I, I thought about it. <laughs> okay. Um, white girls with dreadlocks. Take them home, leave them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I have no problem with it. I feel like that makes me a monster in a lot of people's eyes. No, but I, I'm like, don't doesn't hair dread naturally if you just don't do anything to it? I mean, it, it definitely will. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, I'm like the, I it does argue with a roommate of mine when she was just like talking about like how dreadlocks are appropriation, and I was like, what about the fucking hippies in Taos? Like, you think they're stealing like black, like black culture? And she's like, yes. And I was like, they're no, they're they're nothing it, like that. Also, I, it, I I believe I looked this up. I don't know where that 
the original dreadlock, the oldest one, I think, was in Egypt. Yeah, I would assume the earliest dreadlock was pretty damn close to the earliest man. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm not going to get on board with you yeah. guys on this one. Yeah. I mean, the earliest dreadlock was in Egypt. I think so. Where I, people are black, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I would say no on White Girls of Dreads just because I would fear being judged being seen with her. Okay. But as far as my own personal preferences, it wouldn't bother me. Gotcha. And, okay. I, and I don't believe in, like, you shouldn't appropriate someone's culture, but I just don't. I have a hard time seeing how that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, man, or bro? Oh, yeah. Good. What? So what would you use more regularly, dude, man, or bro? Man. Okay. Uh, I hate the word bro. When, when, when people would call me a Bernie bro, it bothered me so much. Yeah? Yeah. It's just kind of like, that's such like a way to take any sort of credit away from someone is to like, oh, Nice, bro. Check your privilege, bro. Or <laughs> just yeah. kind of like, ah, oh, I hate it. Also, I, I really hate bros too. So that's like, don't, don't call me that. All yeah. right. I think I got it. I, I, it's so hot, and I've been feeling under the weather. I think I'm getting better because of the sauna. No, we have really done a little sweat together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I also know that I'm like, holy shit, we are over forty because thirty-year-old me would have been not twenty. Me in my twenties would have been. Losing his goddamn well, mind in yeah. here, but forty-year-old me is like, oh, it's a little steamy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty-year-old me would have been like, dude, it's warm. I'm gonna pass out. Will you open that window? Yeah. Ladle another cup of water on those rocks. Let's steam it up in here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Right. I think that's it. Ready? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. Hippie. Yeah. 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 Like where yeah. I grew up, it's like really a mix of just rednecks and hippies. Well, that's and I, I, I always identified the hippies more. I always felt like I would before I even got to know you. Once I I'd heard things about you, I kind of looked at you as like maybe like a mountain hippie. If we had yeah. to categorize people, like you're an outdoorsy type guy, you look like you could hold your own, but still, there's a lot of aspects. And the fact you knew Keller Williams's name that that really slided. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I can, I, I, can, I can have deeper cuts than that. <laughs> I, was, I was really into Martin Sexton for a while too. Oh, I don't even know if I know that. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, he was. Uh, he was opening for them, or opening okay. for Keller. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Didge, Martin Sexton, Sexton. <laughs> He'll get in your bottom. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, Brett. Well, where they, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, at Brett Hiker on everything. Brett with two T's. Hiker, like it's uh, like it sounds. Even though I learned from some Germans recently that my my real last name I've been pronouncing it wrong the whole time. Yeah, it should be Heischer or Heicher. Oh, wow. And I was just like, no fucking way. Yes. Also, uh, the Nazis were not called the Third Reich. They're the Third Reich. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, wow, we all, they say that wrong on the news. Yeah. Uh, but Brett Highchair sounds weird. Yeah, that's yeah, like, I, like it. I mean, can you believe it? Americans would just say things their own way and pretend that that's the way they're supposed <laughs> to be said. Yeah. Can you believe those people in, in Deutschland that we call Germany? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you got anything? Uh, Yeah. Uh, somewhere in my calendar. Uh, just go to ZachMoss.com. I got my shows there. I've got an album coming out here in July. Uh, stay tuned for all that. How about you, Finney? Yeah, check out all my dates at AJFinney.com, and please look forward to the album Too Fast for Rain dropping this August. Like, subscribe, and thanks for getting on the motherfucking floor.